Learn how to build your faith in God's Word and live a life of 100% victory 100% of the time. As you listen to the senior pastor, Davis Christian Center, Pastor Kingsley Okunkwo, and expect God's Word to work for you. Thank you for being our covering, for being our protector, for being our provider. We give you worship, we give you praise, we give you adoration. In Jesus' mighty name we have worship. Woo! Come on, give the Lord a big, big, big praise. Shake somebody as you take your seat this morning. Give somebody a warm, warm handshake. Let it be warm. Warm handshake. Sound, is this the best? I'm not feeling this sound. I don't know why. Praise God. It's good to be back home. Hallelujah. Praise God. Wow, it was such a long trip. Hallelujah. So, I did not only miss you my spiritual children i also missed my physical children because i was my biological children so it was a long long trip amen i won't travel for that long again amen hallelujah thank you jesus thank you jesus this morning we're starting a new series i have to go right into it we're starting a new series Title GPS. Title GPS. Um, those of you that, um, I think everybody now knows GPS. Some years ago it wasn't that common, but I think now all of us use GPS. GPS means, um, the original meaning is global, in fact, it looks exactly like this thing here. It's a global positioning system. So basically, um, it directs you to wherever you're going. I remember many years ago, the first time I used it um, abroad, I think in the U.S., it was amazing, you know. Um, could direct you from wherever you are to wherever you wanted to go without asking any human being. Because where we're coming from, Nigeria, you have to ask people. And you know, asking people direction in Nigeria is a different ball game. So I'm going to Confession Street. The guy will say, just go straight. He's trying to say he doesn't know the place. One time, somewhere in Portacourt, we asked somebody, we were going to so-and-so street, say, how did they give you the address? I said, what do you concern you? Do you know the place or you don't know it? What is your concern? And me, as a rule, I ask like two or three people because I never believe the first person I'm asking. He might not know it and he won't say so. He'll just direct you into the bush. So I'll ask somebody else just to confirm that the direction we got. But when this thing came out there in abroad, and today it's in Nigeria, um, it was an amazing thing. Praise God. And um, I use GPS because they call the original one Global Positioning System, but the series we are doing today is titled God's Positioning System because um, what this physical thing does is exactly what God wants to do for his children. God actually wants to guide you from where you are to where you need to be. Is somebody getting Praise God. All right, so that's exactly what God wants to do to you. It's fine. Um, he wants to guide you from where you are to where you need to go. I mean, how many of you would like to have that voice and that guidance of God all through your life? How many people would like that? 
amazing. If you have ever used this, this GPS before, it's amazing. It just say you, turn left. Turn, you don't have to know where you're going. Say, turn right. Say, in 100 meters, turn right. Take the, as I'm in the, in the roundabout, take the second exit. Just be directing you like that. And if you miss your way, you just hear recalculating. I like that thing. I recalculate, I say, I can never lose. <laughs> recalculating. It shows you have made the wrong turn, but if you recalculate from wherever you are now, he can still redirect you to where you need to be. Amazing. And God wants to do exactly the same thing for every child of God. I mean, is that not a, is that, I mean, that's just amazing. Because ordinary law us will think, oh, it would be nice to be able to hear God. Exactly. God too knows it would be nice to be able to hear him. And, and the good thing is that the God we worship, that is what even differentiates him from idols. You know that song, uh, they get here, they're not, MK, our album. Then get here, here, mount. They know they talk and all those things. Basically, what differentiates our God from idols is that those idols don't talk, they don't hear. But God talks. I mean, wouldn't it be very funny if God gives you mouth, gives you ears, then he that gave you mouth and ears can't hear and can't talk. Wouldn't that be very funny? <laughs> that would have been the funniest thing ever. And please don't forget, you know, now that you have other people to talk to, when they first made Adam, there was no human being. So guess who you was talking to? Who was he talking to? God. Because some people don't know that. Even though you have ears and mouth, it's not first for your neighbor or for your friend. God also wants to talk to you. He wants you to hear him and he wants to hear you. Somebody gets what I'm saying. So, so, so God actually wants to guide every of his children. He wants to actually lead you. That is what he said. He said, the Lord is our shepherd. We shall what? Not. The word shepherd shows that shepherd guides. He said, God is our shepherd. We will not want. He said, he makes us to lie down what? Then he does what? He leads us. He leads us. He leads us. The whole, of, the whole of Psalm 23 is based on us being guided and led. You can't claim it. You see, it, most times in religious settings, we're taught to just pray those prayers. We don't understand. That is not just a prayer. You, it's, it's something you do. If God is not guiding you, you won't see green pastures, even though your flag has green on it. Somebody get what I'm saying? So, 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 so. It, it's based on guidance. God wants to guide you. Praise God. So today I'm just laying a foundation. So um, we're going to do this series all through the month. So I'm laying a foundation of divine guidance today. So um, this is a series all of you must get. You must hear it over and over again. Um, being able to hear God and be led by God has been one of the greatest benefits of my whole life. In fact, I, I, I mean, I mean, it has been the best thing that has happened to me as a Christian. Being able to hear God. It's so sad that people are Christians or say that they are Christians and they do not have actually have a personal relationship with God. That is so amazing. How do you, you know, that means you are still on the religion level. If you are at the level where you just talk to God, you don't even know what, what is response. You are still operating religion. What Jesus didn't come to give us on that religion. Jesus came to give us a relationship. Are you here, somebody? That's why, that's why before Jesus came, they only referred to God as God. In fact, they couldn't even call his name. Are you here, somebody? The moment Jesus came, what did he say? He said, from now on, when you talk to God, say what? Our Father. What does Father connote? He connotes relationship. 
I don't know if somebody gets what I'm saying. So to, to say you're a Christian and you have never been guided or led by God, then you are, you are missing out. You are missing out. Too much. Too much. Let's quickly go to Psalm 32 verse 8. Like I said, today is an intro. So I'm not going to spend so much time. Today is just intro. Just touch it a bit, then we'll continue from next week. Psalm 32 verse 8. Um, King James. Can we read together, everybody? Want to go? Um, okay, but I have it here, though. It said, I will instruct thee, and what? Teach thee in the way that thou shalt what? Go. He said, I will do what? Guide you. Is that not a global system? Your GPS, is satellite, that is, the satellite is up there. I hope you know that. So it's from there that they are giving. So all they are doing is that they are duplicating what exactly God said he would do. I don't know if somebody gets what I'm saying. This, the real GPS, the normal one that gives direction of, if you are going to Osho, directs you. What they do is that it's a satellite from up there that is giving location. So God is, it's exactly the same thing God said he would do in this psalm. DJ, quickly. He says, um, I would, uh, okay. Give me the, open this thing up. He said, I will instruct thee and teach thee in the way that you should go. That means there's a way I'm supposed to go. He said, I will guide you with what? My eyes. That means I'm giving you an over, overhead view, an over, a view from up with my own eyes. You know, you, you are down, you can't see far. I hope you know that. If you are down, you can't see far. But when somebody's up, they can see from here. They can see Oshuri. They can see my two. They can see Adam State from here if they are up. Somebody get what I'm saying? So it's the same GPS. Satellite is up. God is saying, with my own eyes, I will guide you. And the beauty of it is that God is not just seeing real time. He's even seeing future. Ah. Hallelujah. He's seeing future. Because there are some times... The, the, um, 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 the GPS can tell you there's traffic in Oshodi, but before you leave here and get to Oshodi, traffic would have cleared. Sometimes it can tell you that the Oshodi is clear, and before you are getting there, something has happened, an accident that has caused traffic. But you see, God's zone is beautiful. He can see 20 years from now. And he can instruct you like that. Is somebody getting what I'm saying? Let's move quickly. So, God wants to guide you. God wants to speak to you. And it has always been so. It didn't start with me and you. It has always been God's custom to relate with man. So from when he made Adam, he was having fellowship with Adam. In fact, um, of course, you know that when, 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 when he made Adam, he told Adam that um, take dominion and all that, all that. He blessed him. So Adam had, the, had it, okay? Then he told Adam, keep the garden and all that. And the Bible said he named all the, Adam named all the animals. So he, was, he and Adam were conversing. So Adam named the animals. Because how did Adam know he was supposed to name the animals? God told him, say, name the animals. He named all the animals, and God approved all the name. So whatever his name was, that was God I read. Then um, he said, said there was not found to help me. So they were conversing. And after Eve even came, if you notice, when Satan came and they ate the fruit, the Bible said God appeared and said, where are you, Adam? And Adam did what? Answered him. So they were communicating. So what I'm telling you is not strange. It has been so from beginning till today. He said, where are you, Adam? He said, I'm, I'm, I'm naked. He said, who told you you're naked? In fact, go, go, I want you to see where they said, um, in the cool of the day. He said, God came in the cool of the day. Look at this. Um, look at this. He said, and they heard the voice of the Lord walking in the garden in what? In the cool. 
there, there was no surprise mentioned there. This means that this was the normal custom. That from time to time, in every day, God came to relate with them and spoke to them. If you notice, they were not shocked that they were hearing God or that God was hearing them. They were not shocked. Let's move forward. The same happened to Abraham in the days of Abraham. Remember, the Bible said in Genesis 12 that God told Abraham, get thee out of your country and, to, and from your kindred to a land I will what? Show you. you. Remember that? And the Bible said Abraham departed. So he, Abraham too was hearing God. God told him, say, hey, leave your, look at this here. And, the, and now the Lord said, so this our God has always been a speaking God, guys. If you are here, you've never been led or guided by God or it doesn't even occur to you. That's what I'm trying to achieve by just today's own. To help you appreciate the fact that God speaks. And you are missing so much by not hearing him. You are missing so much. He said, and the Lord said, get thee out of your country and from your kindred and from your father's house unto a land I will show you. And the next verse says, and Abraham departed. He actually obeyed God. Hallelujah. He said, I will make you. So, so he, 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 God spoke to man. The same thing with Noah. Do you know that when God told Noah to build an ark, rain had never fallen before? Somebody got what I'm saying? There was nothing like rain. So God told Noah, build an ark. Please help me picture how big the ark that will contain all the animals in the world. How big? Can you picture how many butterflies there are in the world? How many, how many species of rats there are in the world? <laughs> can you picture it can you picture and of course you have to have flaws because you can't keep lion and goat on the same floor they won't make it alive so they kept cattle on one floor they kept the, 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 the wild ones that can eat others on another floor so imagine how big this thing was and there was nothing it took, in case you don't know it, it, they didn't build the ark in one year or in two years it took years years and years and years to build it, because he was building it alone. And he had never seen rain. So he was explaining to them that something is going to fall. It looked like water. But plenty of it will fall. They say, mm-hmm. continue. <laughs> Have you ever been explaining something to somebody before, and you know they don't believe you, but they are, they are polite? <laughs> Has it happened to you before? Yes. You are explaining your story. You say, mm-hmm. are they here? <laughs> and they are saying in their mind, say, see this fool. When you leave, they say, you see that fool. He was in that fool, they talk. He heard God. Noah heard God. So people were hearing God. That's what I'm trying to show you. Let me, let me, let, let's move quickly. Um, go to um, Exodus 13, verse 21. Exodus 13, 21. So I'm, I'm taking you from the Old Testament, from before um, man even fell, to when man fell, to before they brought the law, Abraham was before the law, to even when the law came, that's the time of Moses. Of course, Moses had God. That's why he went to deliver children of Israel from Egypt. And all through the time, apart from the general assignment, he needed, he needed specific guidance. Hallelujah. There are two ways God leads you, or there are two kinds of leading. So listen carefully, guys. Um, and this way, a lot of people enter trouble. Some people get a vision, they get a divine vision or a divine assignment from God, but they refuse to get the divine strategy from God. Somebody get what I'm saying? In case God has ever led you or urged you or nudged you to do something and the thing didn't turn out the way you expected it to turn out, this might be the reason. Because sometimes God gives you a divine assignment, a divine mandate, a divine vision, but he expects you to also sit by him and get the divine strategy to carry it out. For instance, God can tell you, run for local government chairman. That's the divine mandate. If you have any sense, 
you will be by his side throughout asking him, what should I do now? But many people, they receive the mandate, run for local government, they come and declare. Ladies and gentlemen, look at your new local government chairman. And they start waving to people. Then they go and get human strategy. Meanwhile, it's not human being that gave them the vision. The same thing with business. God gives you an idea. Start importing so and so. Start importing tire. Start selling car. You just carry the mandate and go and meet other car dealers that their own is not moving. Instead of you to stay beside the person that gave you the vision to also give you the strategy. David was a master at it. I don't have time to read David's story. But if you read David's story, the reason why David never lost the battle wasn't just because he was strong, but because David always inquired of the Lord. And many times we saw in the Bible, we are in the same battle. God will tell him, go like this. And the next day, the same people will come. And David will almost go, but he will, the Bible says he will stay and inquire of the Lord. And God will say, this time, don't go the same way you went. Go through the backside this time. Same battle. One other time, he was in one country. There was one country he defended, a small community. They were under attack. David came there and defended them. Then they gave David accommodation there. So you would think those people would learn to David. Then Saul was coming to that place to look for David. And David heard. You know, if it's many people, they will start praying that, Father, they will not come. David didn't do that. Some people would just believe, ah, these people I helped. They will help me back. David did not do that. The Bible said, David inquired the Lord. He said, will Saul come? God said, he will come. You see, some people at that point, they will just take action into their hands. No. David asks the second question. Will these people betray me to Saul? God said they will betray you. You see, many times we run into trouble. We didn't ask God. James and John want to marry you. He look, John looked like it. He has money. He has everything. He, he says he's the one. Hey, how do you know? Because of his bank account. No. God knows this guy will betray you. This guy will jilt you. God knows. Somebody get what I'm saying? All your heartbreak is tied to you not hearing God. God knows the guys that will not marry you. He knows the time wasters. So everything might look good and God will say, don't marry him. Don't marry him. Marry bomb boy that doesn't have work now. <laughs> he will have job. Amen. So David always inquired of the Lord. So I said there are two things. So there's the general vision God can give you. There's also the guidance to carry out the vision. Don't confuse the two. You must always get the two. So God tells you, um, move to VI, move to Lekki. That's the general vision. We're in Lekki. Because Lekki is big. I get what I'm saying. They're different. So you need to find the particular house. It's different from the general vision. God said, go into um, um, fashion business. Woo! There are many aspects to it. So you can't just go and do, which type? Then where should I locate the shop? What kind of business? Should I even have a shop? Or should I do online? See, many people don't wait for all those things. They just run with the general vision. And they enter trouble. And they say, God, I thought you were with me. And they start binding and casting. Some people say, oh, Father, I pay tight. Why, why are things still tight for me? I say, because your ear is tight. <laughs> God is not a magician. I've taught you that before. God is not a magician. Say he can do anything he likes. No, he will not. He will not. If you don't, the Bible said, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. He said, in all your ways, you acknowledge him. That means come and ask him, then he will direct your path. That's how it works. Okay, so, where where are we going to read? 
Exodus 13, 21. So did you understand what I said about divine vision, divine strategy? Very important, guys. Very important. Divine vision, divine strategy. Very important. All through this teaching, I'll be giving you references to it. Exodus 13, 21. So even when the children of Israel were leaving Egypt, see what happened. He said, and the Lord went before them by day. Give me the NIV. Give me an NIV version. It's more um, clear on what we're saying. Look at this. He said, by the day, the Lord went ahead of them in a pillar of what? Cloud. To do what? To guide them. So even that time, God didn't want them to just go to the promised land finding the way. He was guiding them. He said, he went with a pillar of cloud by the day to guide them on their way. And by night, in what? A pillar of fire to give them light so that they could travel both day and night. See how, see how committed God was to directing them. He didn't just say, ah, she be you know Canaan. A Canaan would they go now? They've asked directions. They go, they ask people. Is that what God said? No. He went in front of them as a pillar of cloud during the day. He also went in front of them in the night as a pillar of fire. Now, the reason why he was guiding them physically at this time was that they were not spiritually alive. We'll do that next Sunday. Because you need to know how God guides you. Today, now, in this New Testament time, God will not guide you in a pillar of fire. Because I'm still waiting for things to move, for me to know God is moving. No. Satan too can move physical things. So, this is not how God leads us today as New Testament believers. I will do that next Sunday, okay? Alright. In the New Testament, he said, my sheep know my voice. Hallelujah. I explained that to you um, during what, last week or the other week, how that those days, everybody, most people were shepherds and most people had sheep and all the sheep would mix together when they are grazing and when it's time to go home, they will all stand at different points and every shepherd will start calling their sheep. And no matter how mixed up they were, all the sheep knew the voice of their own shepherd. That's what they are saying here. From the day you become born again, listen carefully, from the day you become born again, except you are not born again, from the day you become born again, you have the capacity to be led and guided by God. Somebody hear what I'm saying? Except you are not born again. If you are a born again Christian, from the day you gave your life to Christ, you have the capacity to be guided by God. Because many people think it's only pastors that should hear God. It's only, in the New Testament, pastors or prophets don't hear God for you. I will explain all these things as we go through this, this the, the series. It's not my job to hear for you. Hallelujah. From the day you become born again, you have the capacity to hear God. Help me tap your neighbor. Say, you have the capacity to hear God. He said, as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are sons of God. Are you here, somebody? For as many as are what? Led by the Spirit of God, they are what? Sons of God. What they are saying there is that every child of God can be led by God. That's what they are saying. Every child of God can what? Be led by God. Hmm. So remember, from the time you become born again, you have the, it's like your child. How many of you took your children to special school to hear you? Or to hear your language or to hear English? From the day you give back to your child, it has the capacity to hear. It will grow in hearing well. But from scratch, it has the capacity to hear. Those of you that have given birth in good hospitals, that when you give birth, a pediatrician is supposed to come and test all the vitals of that child. 
I don't know if they do that in Nigeria now, but I know that in good hospitals, when you give birth, another doctor, separate from the one that delivered you, there is a child doctor, We come and check the baby's ear, check eyes, they will be able to verify. From that state, one hour, two hours, they will be able to tell that this baby, his ear is working. Even though we can't, there's no way we can know, it's too small. But they can tell. Somebody gets what I'm saying. That's how it is when you give life to Christ. From when you give life to Christ, you, are, you, you have the capacity to hear your father. You don't even have to do anything special. This was my own experience. I didn't even have the benefits of hearing messages like this when I was a young Christian. The moment I got born again, listen, the moment I got born again, the first thing God told me was that I was going to be a pastor. From when I became born again. And you need to understand, I was not thinking about being a pastor. I was a bad boy. In fact, the way I got born again, I wasn't planning to get born again. So you need to understand what I'm teaching you here. I was a bad boy. Um, of course, Indian hemp smoking, uh, you know, prostitutes uh, patronizing, you know, um, beer guzzling, full bad boy, carrying pistol from secondary school. So you should know what kind of person I was. I was not joking with going to hell. <laughs> so, um, I was causing problem um, in, my, in my house because my parents had moved to the village. I was practically alone in Lagos. I was causing problems, smoking hemp and wasting my life. So they should to come to the village to meet them for a while. So I went to the village. I was chasing all the village girls around, <laughs> causing problem again. So they said I should go and meet my elder brother who was already born again, but he was in the military. See, he was already born again. So should, but they, they, sent, they sent me to him because he was in the military, not because he was born again. All right? So they said I should go and stay with him in Makodi then. So when I got there, he was a serious born again Christian. As in, he goes to church every day of the week. They had fellowship in the barracks and they had church in town. So either on Monday there's fellowship in the barracks, on Tuesday there's ministry service, on Wednesday there's prayer meeting, on Thursday there's church every day. <laughs> and interestingly, before I had come, he and his friends had been praying for me. So they had this officer, it was an officer. So they had officers' fellowship that were senior officers that were born again. They had been praying for me. I was there. Those days, when people meet in prayer points, when we pray, we pray for souls that are not saved. You don't like today when people meet in prayer point, they're praying for the person that needs to pray for my husband, he doesn't hear what. Pray for my money, it doesn't come. They've now paid me. That's what people are praying for today. In those days, when people do prayer meeting, they're praying for souls to be saved. So apparently, I was a constant prayer point in their prayer meeting. I didn't know. So every day, he used to bring me as a prayer point. That, that my brother is still causing trouble. They would pray, 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 pray for me. Me, I didn't know all those ones. Later, I knew, but I didn't know that time. I just landed. Immediately, I found out where the prostitutes were in the Makodi. I found out where they were selling their hemp. Those of you that smoke hemp, you know that any time you enter, you can easily find where they are. I'm not telling you how, but that's, that's not my job today. <laughs> I'm trying to get about. But people that smoke hemp or do bad things, maybe you enter any town, you can quickly decode where it's happening. You know what's up. You meet your colleagues, you know. So, <laughs> so I had landed. I'd found where they were selling hemp, India hemp. I'd found where prostitutes were. I'd quickly started connecting myself to all the bad people. So one day we went to church. And um, they were having a program, a convention in church. And they said, hey, everybody, all the men wait behind. All the men waited behind. And they said, hey, um, we're having this convention and all the men must participate. So who are those that want to do prayer chain? Raise their hand. I was not even born again. Prayer chain. I just dodged. Some people raise their hand. Who we do uh, usher for that day? So they were sharing work. And all these things they were calling required you to be born again to do it. Who we do choir? Who we sing? I cannot sing. I'm not born again. The least one I know is Snoop Doggy Dog. <laughs> Finally, they now said, okay, who are those that can go and do rally? That's this thing that you enter boss and go and be sharing flyers. That one doesn't need salvation. <laughs> it's not a share flyer. 
Immediately they said it. I raised my hand very happily. Said I go do that one. I raised hand very. So my brother and his colleagues that have been praying for me, they saw the way I raised my hand happily. They assumed <laughs> this is not funny, oh. They all assumed that it means I was born again. That the way I was eager. That see the way he jumped up, he was very happy. They didn't know I was escaping something. So they put me in that group, and after the service, everybody started coming to congratulate me one by one. See trouble. Say congratulations. Finally, we've been praying for you. And fine, I want to say, excuse me, I'm not. They said they didn't. Oh, congratulations. They were coming one by one. That's why I couldn't go back again to my life. That's why I tell you, Chiao, finish up. That's the story of my life. <laughs> they just can say, I'm never going to get finished. Oh. They say, No, 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 no. Congratulations, you will go far. I say, I'm not, I'm going away. Say, No, say, you will go. That's when I knew they've been praying for me. They said, We've been praying for you for months. Ah, I said, Continue praying. I never born again. They say, No. Now, but immediately, I, immediately, you know, I now really, you know, committed my life to Christ. Not far from that time. The, the first thing I knew was I was going to be a pastor. So remember, I was a bad guy. So that was not what was in my mind. So it wasn't something I thought up. But I knew like I knew my name. That I'm going to do ministry. I said, what? And you know what? I started preaching from that time. I, I, I knew. I'd, I've never done anything since that time. Anything else apart from preaching. Nothing else. I even had, I even had an admission to go to Union like then. I didn't go. Because I felt I should go to Bible school first. And it saved my life because... If I had gone to Unilagan, I probably might not be here today. I would, I would we'll share all these things. Because many of you, you are living the way everybody expects you to live. You don't understand that your own life and your own calling is very unique. You might not need to go to university immediately you finish secondary school. That might not be what God wants you to do. Everybody might be doing it. You might not need to marry immediately you finish university. That might not be what God wants you to do. You might not need to have your child immediately you marry. That might not be what God needs you to do. But you see, we are, so, we, we are under so much peer pressure. We want to be like everybody. Not knowing that there's a unique calling and a unique assignment and a unique place for every child of God. Hallelujah. So that's how I knew. I was called to ministry. I, I, I didn't have enough knowledge of spiritual things. I knew this by the Holy Spirit. That you would do ministry. So, I'm saying that I wasn't even born again. I wasn't a spiritual, you know. No, no, no. I'm saying you don't have to be a spiritual giant to be led of God. As long as you are born again. When you are born into this family, you are born with the capacity to hear God. And I pray for you that in the course of this month, in the course of this series, you will hear God clearly concerning your life. Hey. Four things that can hinder you from hearing God well. Four things. I'll run through them because my time is up. Four things. Number one, laziness. If you never take time to seek God and to develop your prayer life, you might never hear God. He's always speaking. Remember, it's not that God doesn't speak. God is ever, it's like radio. He's always on. You must tune your radio. Spending time in prayer tunes your spirit to hearing God. So spiritual laziness is one thing. Number two, disappointment and frustration can make you hear nonsense. Some of you, you are, the reason why you want to move to Canada is that you are frustrated, not because God told you to go. You must understand that there's a unique purpose for your life. We don't live by just making money. 
See, you don't understand. Is there anybody here that has lived before? This is your second or third time in life. Can I see your hand? It's your second or third time. Anybody? You are here for the first time. Do you know what that means? That means you can live your whole life, get to the end of it, and find that you wasted it. That's what I'm trying to tell you. That's why it's important to be in touch with God. Some of you, you are successful in the eyes of men, but between you and God, you are a colossal failure. How many of you saw the documentary on, on social media of the richest footballer? There's one young boy, very young. He's the richest. He says he's richer than Ronaldo, richer than Messi. Why? Because he's the son of one of the sultans of Brunei. So they have money. But his dream is to play ball. So he still wants to... He, they say he has the money to buy a club. But he doesn't want to just buy a club. He wants to actually play and, and end being a top player. Do you understand? See, there's something about purpose that money can't cover. Money can't buy fulfillment. Some of you, you are, you are literally killing your real self just in the name of eating, eating food. Life doesn't work like that. Imagine if Jesus wanted to live long. Imagine. If Jesus said, I want to live long, let my enemy see what I become. <laughs> His purpose was to die at that time he died. He needed to die at that time. He knew he was going to live short. He didn't marry. He didn't buy properties. There are many things we are doing that is, is acceptable. Trust me. It's okay for God. It's not for you. For the assignment God has for you. So you'll get to heaven and find that you wasted your life. Frustration has made many of you hear vision. It happened to Isaac. The Bible says Isaac wanted to run to Egypt. Egypt was the Canada of their time or the America of their time. There was famine in the land. He wanted to run to Egypt. God told him, Mm-mm, stay in this land. Don't run. I will bless you here. Somebody gets what I'm saying. So don't just uproot yourself and uproot your family just because you are, you are just... You are, that's what, it happened to um, this guy. Um, um, what was the nephew of uh, Abraham? Lot. You see, they were having problem, frustration. He said he's moving. Abraham told him to choose first. He looked at uh, Sodom and Gomorrah. It was green. He didn't see the people there. He just saw green grass. He said it's green. He went there. He lost not just his family. He lost his business. Lost his wife. Lost his children. Lost everything. Name of green pasture. I'm not saying you should not, I'm saying, I'm saying let it be God guiding you, not frustration. And you will know when it's God guiding you, you need to be telling lies. So you're changing your name, changing your age, changing everything. You are already, you are entering a pattern. Some of you don't understand. Some things you are doing will cage you. You will eat, oh, but you will be in prison. Not physical prison, destiny prison. So yes, you have changed your name, you have married, you have divorced your wife here, Marry somebody there to get papers. Then you remarry your wife. Only that your soul, you have also sold your soul. Because from that time on, you don't connect with God at the level you should connect anymore. So yes, you are eating the bread and butter of Canada. Or of America, wherever you want to run to. Be sure about it. Be sure about it. All of us know that Nigeria looks somehow now. So we relax, we are all together. Nobody must escape. I'm joking. <laughs> I'm joking. But what I'm saying is, <laughs> on a serious note... <laughs> And thank God there are people that can raise the dead now. Anybody commit suicide, we raise him back. You cannot die. My brother, forget that thing. We did here. <laughs> All right, but <laughs> on a more serious note, my time is up. Oh, so if you laugh too much, you're wasting your own time. But on a more serious note, uh, you know, let it be God guiding you. There's more to your life than bread and butter. So frustration. Many people have heard, heard voices because of frustration that I, God is saying move to Canada. I, have, I feel peace. Mm-mm. 
It's not God. Number three, a sinful lifestyle can stop you from hearing God. When you continuously live in sin, it kind of dulls your spirit. It doesn't mean God is not speaking to you, but it just means your spirit has a state where it's not very vibrant enough to be getting real-time direction. You dull, sin dulls your Because every time you sin, you feel guilty, you feel disconnected. Even though you are not disconnected from God, but you feel it. You feel guilty, you feel ashamed. So a sinful lifestyle you, you, is not very responsive to godly, godly then, um, then last one, impatience. Impatience can stop you from hearing God because um, you are praying about something, you've not had clear direction, but you, you, you just move because you can't wait. Sometimes wait. If the thing is not a do or die, you should just wait. Should I relocate? Should I not relocate? Has God spoken to you? If I spoke to you, be wait, wait first till you get direction. When you get direction, see, when God speaks, he will open the door. That's how you will know. Sometimes God's silence means wait. Sometimes God's silence means don't try it. So if you are not hearing, wait small to you here. Be patient. It happened to the king in the Bible. Is this Saul? They said they should do sacrifice. They're going for war, going for war. They said they wait for Samuel. The moment he did the sacrifice himself, Samuel came. And to come and tell him you have sinned against God by not being patient. So be patient. Oh, John wants to marry you. JJ, Jonathan wants to marry you. You've been praying. You didn't hear any direction. Let them wait. If they can't wait, they should be going. God is never in a haste. Because you can jump into marriages for life. You'll not be regretting for the rest of your life. Patience. Hallelujah. Have you been blessed this morning? Come on, give the Lord a praise. Let's pray. Father, I pray for every child of God in the house today. Lord, we ask for sensitivity of heart. Let every child of God here be able to hear you clearly. Concerning the serious issues of their life, concerning the things they are praying about, let there be clear direction in the name of Jesus. Nobody under the sound of my voice will miss your plan in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Come on, give the Lord. We know you've been blessed by this message. To order a copy of this message or any of our messages, you can call us on 080-777-14411 or 080-777-14412. Or you can visit our website on www.davidschristiancenter.org. David's Christian Center, home of victorious people.